0: Welcome to, geez, a, a, a late afternoon edition of Northern Conversations. Hi, Kelly, how are you doing?
1: Fantastic, John. How are you doing?
0: Well, it's Friday, and you know what Friday means, that somewhere there is a uh, happy hour. There's
1: out. a cocktail with your name on it.
0: Right? Well, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> And we're very lucky again to have Michelle LaFrey on the line. Hi, Michelle.
2: Hi, guys. How are you?
0: Well, we're Hi, great. Michelle. And where, where are you calling
2: I from, ha- today, I do Michelle? I have a cocktail, just so you know. I have a cocktail.
1: Oh. Right <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> we need to get the we need to get in the same room for these things. <laughs> That's right.
0: That would be a podcast and a half. So, Michelle, Kelly. yeah. To Kelly's point, where are you? Like, where are you, you're calling from? I'm calling really?
2: from Vernon, and okay. um, and I'm bringing a special guest with me named Lori Fleming from Green Lake.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Green Lake?
1: Okay. Where is Green some, Lake? Yeah.
3: Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, not the Green Lake near Whistler. Otherwise, uh, I would have the financial backing to uh, uh, be on a holiday in, in uh, um, probably Hawaii right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is Green Lake in the Caribou.
0: Uh, We're very we're very lucky to have you online today. Thank you, Michelle, for inviting inviting Lori. So why don't you tell us what you do and uh, what you'd like to reflect upon today?
3: Go ahead, Lori. Oh, no, I thought, Michelle, you were kind of the, uh, uh, you know, you're the artist, and I think that you have the uh, uh, this plan, this image. You are the visionary, and I think it's amazing what uh, um, Michelle has done to pave the way for our connectivity uh, from, uh, you know, the U.S. to Canada and uh, a circle route to uh, bring us all together and keep us together through her art.
2: Here's the history. When I was painting murals and doing community development, I was down in Route 66. Now, Lori will give you the facts because she has a memory extraordinarily, but Lori and I met, and I believe Lori's the fairy of the highways and she's tied to Route 66 and I'll let her tell her story. But when I met her, we had a, a vision to connect the United States and Canada through the creative endeavors and all the creative mixed people that our two countries have. And so that's how I met Lori, and Lori has been my mentor for many, many years. So I would like to introduce my, my mentor and extraordinary queen, Lori Fleming.
0: Wow, <laughs> well, that's some
3: kind uh, of intro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> this is Lori, and I'm very humbled, believe me.
1: <laughs>
3: I consider myself the messenger. I, I say the messenger with benefits.
0: Well, we, we, uh, Kelly and I started this podcast to try to um, highlight uh, a First Nations voices in B.C., well, it could go beyond, and some of their stories that we just felt in the work that we do here on the island that weren't being told, that, that were just hidden messages. And they were fantastic stories. And so this is how this podcast started, and eventually we now talking to Michelle, who's got amazing stories. And I understand... Um, some some of that vision and and inspiration comes from you, and so oh. how how do you tell us a little bit about about what kind of stories are happening in your life right now?
3: Well, that's incredible. I guess uh, my uh, interest, uh, you know, my hobby or whatever, I am uh, kind of uh, bound to hit the road. I think I'm a wanderer by. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, inspiration or by by nature. But I, I uh, no matter where I am, I wanna be somewhere else. I wanna explore and I mm. think that's what Route Sixty Six is uh, is uh, as a figure, is is uh kind of like an icon in most people's eyes. It's a place uh, it's a sto- historic value, uh, where um it's kind of an extension of where you wanna go and everybody knows uh, Route 66, the mother road. And uh, this is, uh, uh, I think, uh, if we can carry that uh, image uh, to Canada, we are going to have a, a, a non, an ongoing uh, sense of place. And, yeah, uh,
0: so you have a restless soul, it sounds like.
3: Yes, I do have a restless soul, <laughs> and that's a very, very interesting uh, way to put it. And, uh, and that's, uh, you know, it's a unique trait.
2: So Laurie, tell how you started
3: the Route 66
2: Canada, and how people are not actually familiar that the original two camp trails and the migratory trails are the origin of origin of Route 66, and and you started that in Canada.
3: Okay, well I uh, my husband worked for the airline, believe it or not, and uh, we could travel pretty well uh, worldwide. And uh, we uh, flew to LA, rented a car, and uh, I wanted to go to Santa Fe, New Mexico. That was my mm. uh, something about the historic component of Santa Fe. So we got on the uh, freeway system, and uh, we got uh, to uh, uh, California border, which is uh, uh, kind of where the uh, Colorado River kind of uh, begins or ends. It's uh, on its uh, flowing path out to the ocean. And uh, crossing the border into Arizona, there was a sign, Historic Route 66, mm-hmm. turn right. So we saw this off-ramp of the freeway and thought, oh my gosh, Route 66, I've heard of Route 66 all my childhood life because I saw that television show, the Route 66 uh, TV series aired on CBS, and so they were wandering, gentlemen, in a, a Corvette. I don't know if you know about that show, but back in the 1960s, and I said to my husband, Bob, I've got to go on that road, so we did, and uh, we saw this sign when we went on the uh, overpass, Seligman, Arizona, birthplace of historic Route 66. So we proceeded, and it says, just go to the barbershop, And the fellow in there will answer all your questions. So we go in the barbershop in Seligman, Arizona, met Angel. His name is Angel Delgadillo, And Angel was the founder of the Route 66 Association of Arizona. And what happened in 1978, the highway, Route 66 was decommissioned. Uh, once freeway systems uh, came into play, Route 66 became decommissioned. And I think it hit the town of Seligman, uh in 1978, but the road was officially decommissioned in 1984. So Angel had to find a way to keep himself alive and his, uh, his neighbors and his community alive. When the town was bypassed, the town died. And so he had to find a way. So what he did, he knocked on doors and said, how can we save our town? So it took him 10 years, and he um, uh, got the uh, uh, businesses and uh, private residents. Uh, uh, together, and they had a meeting, and they thought, well, they would uh, uh, create a Route 66 association, a state association. So they approached the state, and and uh, they, they agreed to, uh, you know, um, make the beginning of this historic uh, movement, in that it would bring travelers, uh, you know, a, a historic traveling component. So they did that, and it achieved success. So all the other states where the highway went through, there was eight states, They formed an association. So this fellow by the name of David Knutson, he decided, well, he's going to go a step further from the state and make it a national recognition. So he approached the um, 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 national uh, uh, board and uh, he um, got uh, a congressional bill going in 1999 to save what's left of Route 66. Uh, So that's what happened in 1999, there was a congressional bill, and uh, there was appropriation of funds uh, uh, allocated, and the national park system was designated to administer the funding. So that was in 99. So that became so successful. But what happened in in that matching grant that that was in the component of the funding, David Knutson arranged to have Michelle come and do start a mural uh, project in this town called Cuba, Missouri. You mean our own
0: Michelle that's on the phone call? Michelle
3: Lauer, yes.
1: Oh, (laughs) my.
0: I didn't know you were a celebrity.
3: Isn't oh, that yeah, that's me, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yes, and she was a Canadian commission to start this art project in uh, Cuba, Missouri, which is 75 miles um, east, oh, no, 75 miles west of Missouri. Oh, by the way, Lori,
0: you're an amazing storyteller. Oh, mm-hmm. well,
3: gosh. Yeah. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Thank so
2: you. then, Laurie, <laughs> you started the
3: Canadian one out of Surrey, right? So then yes. when did you start that? In 1996. So the Angel, the, yeah, yeah, I'm the founder, along with Angel. Angel, the founder of the, the, the Route 66 of Arizona, said to me, Will, you start an association in Canada because he says there's so many snowbirds they don't even know mm-hmm. about Route 66 because mm-hmm. there's not many Canadians that do that Route 66 or back then. So I told him that I do not have the stamina for that. I'm not a club kind of a person. I I had a full-time job. I worked for the phone company, so I had a lot of uh, holidays and a lot of, uh, uh, you know, communication skills. So I told him I'd be willing to do that, but I would need a lot of help. And so he said he would help me out. So I came home from Arizona on a trip, and I phoned Victoria, uh, the societies. Division in Victoria, and I said, "How do you go about starting a, a, a an association of a historic uh, uh, value?" And he says, "What what are you trying to save?" I says, "I'm trying to save Route 66 uh, uh, to um, sort of have a component of um, a Route 66 uh, highway preservation in Canada." And he says, you know, the highway doesn't come up here. And I said, I know, but I mean, all the interest that Canadians have in that highway, it's time that it's recognized of the historic values, and it might bring something of value north of the border. And he said, you got that right. We do need to sing Route 66. And then he started singing the song. You get your kicks on Route 66. And he told me about a trip he had to see an aunt that lived in Oklahoma. And in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, the highway went right through Oklahoma. So it showed that there was an interest, uh, regardless of a border, uh, the 49th parallel doesn't really matter. It's the interest we have in that interconnection. And so that's when I realized that there is value in um, our, our knitting together our two lands uh, you know the two nations, and and uh, I think uh, now with Michelle adding to that by her art that that m- uh, made uh, that to presence down in St. Louis, Missouri area, and comes across the border here into our, our own uh, uh, heartland of BC. It shows there is value and there is landscape, and, and there's more to it than uh, just uh, uh, the dream.
0: And from what I understand, which Michelle's been telling us that there's also a potentially, and we might be building upon that, a digital highway. A, a sort oh, of sure. digital route 66 that it comprises community, it comprises stories, it comprises art, and it comprises all of those things and how they make communities better. And I understand that's kind of how we are, what we might be getting to. Is that correct?
2: Oh, that is correct. That is, Jar, I can speak on that because it's very key to Canada because when the gold rush happened, I mean, we are very aware of the two camps and the Greece trails and the migratory trails of the First Nations when they traded, um, you know, different shells for turquoise. And we still are, our, our highways are active transportation routes and they're benefited from the original routes of our First Nations, our First People, and the immigrant trails that happened. So, for example, when the gold rush failed, For some people in B.C., O'Keeffe Ranch out of Vernon predominantly, Mr. O'Keeffe went down and drove the cattle and started the B.C. Cattle Association because he drove cattle from Santa Monica, where the end of Route 66 was, same as the fruit industry. So their ties to that and to our First Nation stories are so key. So digitally, we want to tell the stories in the arc above those highways. So this alliance that we're formed, and that's why we're so excited about talking and working with you guys, is that we can all be inclusive on our highways. It's time travel. Everybody can touch our highways because they're ancient. They go back to the animals, to our people, to our immigrants, and that's where our movement of the Alliance of Art Route Blue is because you're indigenous blue to the highways. It is the last park that joins us all. And if we could do that internationally or even right now as a North American route and we can all be inclusive in telling our stories, you know, I think that's a very beautiful kind of well, campfire, by big cave drawing.
0: I think it's happening. Whether, we, I, whether, we, whether we're trying to do it or not, it's starting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> There's four of us here. We are now talking and, and, and analogizing to, uh, to a tangible highway in the U.S. that's now emerging as a, as a digital highway. And we, Kelly and I, are extraordinarily proud to hear these stories and help in your quest to do that.
2: It's really interesting because we we had done a little bit of work with IANTA, the American Indian Tourism Association, and they love route sixty six so when we started to say that we all have these other indigenous routes and bringing back that these major highways were originally the first trade routes of our first people, you know that is an exciting thing that that was done in ancient times. So this alliance, and that's why we are inviting people to this alliance because it's going to take a lot of us to talk story and we have a community model of how. And, you know, I don't think any tourism, and, you know, right now with the virus, it's all so scary that tourism is going to change to communitism is what I think is that we need Mm -hmm. to work together with models that we can be, you know, let's be together in an inclusive manner because we need to. We need to turn to each other. And I think that's exciting that it's happening. And Laurie has been, whenever I have a bad day, I call Laurie, and Laurie is just the fairy of the highway. You can, anything, she has been the keeper of those highways. And it's so important that your podcast is opening that, that people feel that they can talk. Because you guys are so great. And that is what is important. Like Light the campfire and let the skills and stories run.
0: Well, I'm going to start to call Laurie now when I'm not feeling, you know, (laughs) if I need to... (laughs)
1: Sorry, oh. Kelly. Well, Please. <laughs> well, I love I love the way that it, it brings together the stories um, coming from a place for, from before there were borders. Right when we talk about Route sixty six going through the space and and being able to to show how that was before there was a Canada and the United States and 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 we were more connected and we were more community oriented, like you're saying. Uh, I guess out of necessity, but now we can go everywhere and you know, I think it's important that we, we stop and we we focus on the community. That's a great way yeah, to do yeah. it. And, and we're passing along those, the, the types of stories that can't necessarily be, I mean, you can put them in a book, but it means so much more to hear it in somebody's voice. Totally.
3: Yeah, the physical presence. And there's no replacement.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it act-
3: activates the senses, and the senses are something that uh, you have to have a uh, uh, physical, like you say, a tangible, uh, you know, existence. And and uh, this is just amazing that uh, someone—I don't think you're probably as old as I am, but <laughs> so that you understand significance.
1: Rule sixty-six is so interesting because, like, I've been—I haven't traveled the entire amount, but I've been to the the beginning in Chicago or or Santa Monica and the end, whichever way you you go. And it's so, it's so unceremonious. Like there's a, there's a a sign and a little stick that says, it's very (laughs) clear. But when you get it on the road, you can feel like I I have a, I took a bunch of pictures of the roads where they had the, had it actually spray painted on there because you can feel the history and the just everything that goes along with, with standing out there and, and hearing the sounds and, and being in that environment. It's, it's, quite, uh, it's, it's quite inspiring.
3: Isn't that something? Yeah, you have to have the sight, sound, and the smell, those senses activated, mm-hmm. and there's nothing like being there. And uh, I think that's where um, Michelle's artwork and that um, uh, murals, I think that's where they place such a role in the permanence, it makes that stamp, that stamp of approval, and and uh, makes it worth the uh, the journey. It reaches
2: people, right? So what happened? One time when I was in Cuba, Missouri, and I'm standing on Route 66 Highway, and I had just got out of a bright red convertible, and I went to this little little kind of a diner, and this war vet was there, and I remember him because he had these really unique pink earrings on, and he says he goes to me, he says you've been here before. I said, yeah, I painted the other mural and I'm back helping build this community with these amazing people that want to do this Route 66 mural city. And he goes, you paint large faces. And I said, yeah. And he got down on one knee and he kissed my hand and he and I get emotional talking about it. He goes, they say those that build and paint large faces help heal communities. And it, I never forgot. I was like, oh. I am standing somewhere and I think Canada has that thing. You go to gold country or on the island. It's very vintage. Mm-hmm. We just... You know, it's, it's now time for us to look at those road signs. We're different, but we're the same, and I think we have that same thing, and communities are, are crumbling the same way, and I think we don't have a unique coming together of something, and that's why we called it our Rue Blue, because of Lori, and Blue is just, you know, it's where the light gets in, that famous quote, you know, of where the crack in the light is, and it's in these kind of conversations, right, that what can happen
0: well we're hoping to help create the the sound part of the of of that equation uh this digital highway so to speak now there is some um, there are some uh media realities to what we're doing and if we are too long people will not listen to us so i think we should think about um, ending our podcast today and and maybe maybe lori and michelle again can just leave some contact information for folks who want to reach out to you and learn some more. And we hope this will be just one of many, many conversations we have with you.
2: Well, you can find us at artrootblue.com, where okay. we are borderless blue and welcome everybody. And um, we hope to have more stories because it is amazing the people that the highways have touched. Those ribbons of blue include us all. So thank you guys again.
3: And thank you, oh. Lori. Oh, well, thank you. It's my pleasure. And don't forget to get your kicks.
2: To get 66. our way? Oh, right <laughs> the song. Oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
2: we have a song. Just so you guys know, by the way, group 66 got famous because the grapes of wrath and a song. Well, we have a song. we you hear our song, it's about water and protection and water is life. Wait till you guys hear it. Can't wait to share.
0: Well, it, it, there, there'll there be no hope in, in this uh, wish to have more conversations. We will have more. We will be and doing
1: this. Okay, right. so
0: you guys have a great weekend, and we will talk to you very soon, Michelle, Lori, and Kelly. Okay. Yes, for Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. thanks for
0: joining Okay, take care now. Bye-bye. Get your